0: Good evening. It is the 5th of October, and we are here with Boz to discuss a behind-the-veil kind of interview where we discuss mechanics of the character sheet, some character motivations, kind of see where Boz is coming from and where Boz might be going. And, of course, I am Oz, and I'm here with Boz. Hello. Hey, Oz. Hello, everybody. So it has been uh, a couple of weeks since we have posted the last episode. There's been a lot of discussion discourse about it, which is nice, and then I decided, <laughs> hey, let's, uh, let's see let's see what the, what the character sheets were like at the end. so Sure. I guess I'll start out um, since I don't really know, but how did you get into the podcast originally?
1: Uh, geez, I think this has come up before, um, I was in a,
0: in a, in an online tabletop
1: game with BAMPS, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it probably would have been like what, six months before the podcast started, um, um, I guess he enjoyed playing with me, so we, uh, he just sent me a message, and I figured what the hell, might as well, right?
0: All right, yeah. So it was two years ago now. It was quite a while ago, yeah. That was. So what did you think of the whole recording schedule? How hard was that?
1: The recording schedule? Um, yeah. Just like the the, the weekly or the, mm-hmm. the bi-weekly? I mean, I didn't mind. Um, I kind of wish I was playing more games, uh, honestly. It was, it was, it was fun because it, it was nice to have a game that you know is going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been in, I've been in a lot of tabletop games that peter out. So uh, knowing that we were doing a recording schedule was a nice assurance that, yeah, we're definitely playing at some point
0: yeah absolutely i'm i'm right there with you i would love to play more uh there's just i think nine out of ten games just fail before anywhere near end <laughs>
1: people don't talk about it but that's that's how it goes yeah
0: yeah so what uh what made you decide to play a gunslinger adept
1: uh so, well I, you know i i never mess around much with with magic and shatter i i've played a lot of Shadowrun in the past, but that was just never the side of things that I got into. It was very techy. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought I'd try something different and uh I mean the original idea was actually just going to be a shamanistic mage. Um uh but I ended up switching just because I there, the people in the group seemed more knowledgeable about that sort of thing and there was like an exchange between me and Michael and we uh we decided to switch switch roles uh, right pretty much right before we started. Um but Mostly like uh, the the group needed someone to um play the the muscle I guess and I figured I'd give that a shot and um, and it no uh, it just it just seemed to just seemed to fit. I'm very much one of those people who will play whatever role kind of needs to be played. Uh, yes. Yes. So
0: uh, so how did uh I mean how did you feel playing as kind of stepping slightly ahead of where you're you're used to playing how that feel over the course of the campaign
1: um can you i don't i don't know what you mean exactly can you oh know?
0: i just it's a, kind of sounded like you uh this wasn't a role that you played a lot of was expecting oh you're
1: that? gunslinger no you're now you're absolutely right I usually play um more like stealth oriented characters and techie characters um it was it was fun um i mean obviously if you know, if you've listened to the whole campaign, it wasn't a super combat-heavy campaign. Mm-hmm. And, um, so for me, like it, it didn't really, it didn't really matter that much. Like the, I don't know if the other players really f- felt this way, but like it didn't matter too much what role people were ha- had in, in the actual runs themselves. Like that was just sort of an excuse to get a little action, and it was mostly about how the characters related to one another. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I mean, it was it was fun for me. Like it wasn't that it didn't play that big a role. So mm-hmm. okay
0: so how who's the most difficult character for Boz to relate to since we're we're on that subject? <laughs>
1: is this a loaded question? <laughs>
0: it can be
1: uh oh uh, yeah, well, I mean like this there's, there's sort of the obvious pick of Mary Sue right, like I mean, Boz and Mary Sue have had their differences pretty much from the start, right um mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Boz gets along. More or less well with everybody, um it was only in sort of towards the end that uh mike and and Boz kind of like got off on a, the wrong foot uh, so yeah, I guess like I guess it would be mary Sue, and I mean it's mostly just that like boz there's two things one is that she can't she has like no way of predicting what Mary Sue is gonna do, and Boz doesn't like that like i always she's just, she's very like she's down to earth, she wants everything to kind of make sense around her, and as soon as something doesn't make sense she hasn't just it just gets angry at it right right um and the other thing was that mary sue had a a bit of a habit of making decisions for the group and while that seemed to sit well with you know like rc who kind of like had a hands-off approach and didn't mind people taking the lead like boz didn't like that and i knew that right from the beginning that was the kind of person she was um i kind of like in, in sort of the character notes at the beginning, I kind of described her as like being kind of like a little low-key libertarian. Mm-hmm. Um, not my personal politics, but like I just saw her as the kind of person who just sort of wants everyone to leave her alone. She wants to do her own thing, and no one should, should kind of step on her on her turf. And uh, Mary used to do that all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> like it was always going to go that way. It was always going to be a little bit of tension. And yeah. I always wondered where that would go, um, if it would get. Uh, really, I don't know. Like, if it would get super combative, and there were moments where it kind of did, but it always kind of came back around because, you know, it's it's a it's a tabletop group, and you kind of gotta get along with people at the end of the day. So sure. I hope that the tension in the in the campaign was visible and appreciable, and not something that just kind of annoyed annoyed <laughs> listeners.
0: I think uh, there's there's a lot of uh, commentary that I saw when I, the episodes would release the the very drama-heavy ones where there was a lot of uh, inter-party bickering. yeah, And there was a lot of commentary about how it's like, oh my god, I hope they're not all angry at each other in real life. This was really good.
1: So. <laughs> no, I mean, there. there's obviously, like, if you have a really, really stressful session, like, tensions can get into at a character mm-hmm. a little bit. And, um, but, I mean, we'd always take time afterwards to, like, you know, Tell each other, you, it's nothing here is personal, it's all good. I love you, that kind of thing.
0: Right. So um what would you have changed about Boz when you first built the character?
1: When I first built her. Um well I mean, for one, I if I could go back, I would love to just make a totally different character. I mean I like okay. Boz, but I would love to just start from scratch, start for something that's complete something completely different. And um but I mean if I was just gonna go and change something about boz i probably wouldn't have made her like this sort of survivalist person that she was because that was her skill set was basically going to be like um she could do stuff out in nature and we literally (laughs) never got there Um, and 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 like she had a priest like a a fairly large background around that that didn't really come out either so like none of that really mattered at the end of the day i could have done something completely differently um that might have gotten a little more
0: a little more airplay okay so if you went back, then what would you build? What do you think? Um,
1: I think I like I, one of the things that I, I play a lot of, especially in Shadowrun and these and these types of games, is like infiltrator type characters, um, mm-hmm. characters who have like a a lot of tools for for doing stealth and, and infiltrating. Um, I think that actually might have been more fun to play with the kinds of runs that we did. Uh, like there was a lot of like there were moments where Boz got to do her combat thing, and some really, and to be fair, some really cool moments, some really cinematic moments, I think. Um, but just on the whole, I think it might have been more fun to to play like an infiltrator character and just uh, focus on that. It would have been fun to do that kind of problem solving. Some of the runs that we that we had, because we had okay. to rely very much on having a decker do a lot of that stuff or mm. uh, Michael's invisibility spells. Um, it would have been nice to have a character just focused on that. Yeah, okay. That's awesome.
0: So, um, do you have any regrets in the decisions you made regarding Boz during the, the campaign?
1: <laughs> uh, I have two. Uh, okay. one of them, one of them's really simple and, and is super obvious, and that's just, well, it's obvious to me, I guess. Um, the second time that Boz used that rocket launcher seemed really out of character to me when, against the bugs, mm-hmm. when they were fighting the bugs. Uh, I like the reason why it worked. Why I liked it the first time when they were up against the cops is that she was like in a panic and she was on drugs. And like, this was, this was the, the only thing that she thought was going to work. Right. Um, she was pretty sure if they, if she didn't go full bore and just throw all of her values at the window, um, like people were, her friends were going to die. Um, but when it got to the second one, it was more just like, Oh, this will be fun. And I, and I regret doing that, especially after Banff's, uh <laughs> after the fact, was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe some civilians died. And I was like, oh, no, how am I, I going to oh. deal with this? Oh, man. Yeah, uh, that was that was very out of character for for Boz. And uh, I feel bad about that one. Um, and the other one is a little more complicated to explain. But um, do you remember um, actually, do you remember back uh, in Detroit when they were in Detroit? Mm hmm. And they were doing the train job, right? Um, that whole the whole trip to Detroit was for Boz. Um, there was a lot of like background stuff, and and sort of part of the point was to bring out some of that background stuff. Her with her family, um, and unfortunately, what kind of happened was like a mix of things. Like uh, right in the middle of that, uh, Valerie left us quite suddenly, right in the middle oh. of, of the run. Yeah, I remember. But, um, and that kind of threw the group for a loop where we were kind of like, okay well how do how do we sort of navigate this this situation that the characters are in because it 's not downtime we have we have like all we had all these plans we were going to work it out a certain way, and we sort of decided let 's just sort of like charge ahead, um just get it out of the way, and once we get back to downtime we can everything will kind of go back to normal, which is what we did um and because of that well i like i I as a as a player, um, didn't want to spend a bunch of time, like, trying to go and hunt down all of this character stuff, uh, for Boz. I was sort of waiting for Bamps to, to sort of drop it in my lap and that'd be the thing we would do and then we'd move on. Mm-hmm. Um, which didn't end up really happening, unfortunately. And I really regret not, uh, not just sort of pushing it a little bit because we never got a chance to go back that and there's like a lot of stuff that's sort of in my head canon about uh boss and her family and her kids and like i really wanted to explore that a little bit more and i'm a little sad that it never got to happen
0: yeah that uh that does uh that, that does suck so what what is some of the stuff you do have in your head because i love head for characters.
1: <laughs> it's just like um it's just very for me, it's very sad. Like, I think her whole situation is very depressing. Um, she loves her family a lot, but she has this, this, uh, you know, she might, she's sort of a strong-willed character, but her real character flaw is that when it comes to like emotional things that she can't deal with, she just kind of like runs. She's, she's, she flees the situation. Like, her whole background was she couldn't hack being a, like a stay-at-home, not a stay well a mom. She couldn't hack being a mom working or, or stay-at-home couldn't do it like the whole family situation was just too much for her it wasn't her personality type and she f- she literally ran about as far away as she could without leaving the continent right. right um so but she loves her she loves her family and she she loves her kids in particular and um you know she, i there was there was a whole lot of talk like behind the scenes about how she was like sending money through her lawyer to uh her to her 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 ex-husband um, or I guess they never really technically got divorced, so still sort of husband. Um, mm-hmm. She's sending money. She, you know, she, and maybe some of this. I'm I'm trying to fit some of this into the epilogue, so I don't want to go too sure too much into it. But there is a little bit of stuff in the epilogue that will go into um um just sort of where she's at mentally. Okay.
0: Awesome. So uh, I know we we talked a little bit about uh, Bams not. Uh, going forward too much on some of the downtime, some of the, the personalized stuff. Did you feel kind of shorted on downtime throughout the campaign?
1: I mean we had a lot of downtime and I felt like we made uh a lot of use of it uh, between the characters. Bamps is very sort of hands-off and sort of let us do our thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I I feel like um if if anyone was shorted we sort of um may have like shorted ourselves in a sense because I don't like Bams wouldn't have had a problem with any of any of us um, going and, and trying to do our own thing. We, in fact, I felt like we spent more time in downtime than doing anything else. Um,
0: that kind of makes sense, yeah. Um,
1: so I know I, I don't really feel shorted on downtime per se. Um, I do think that we probably could have spent more time uh, introducing stuff for the different characters um, to to do. Uh, in terms of like connecting their backstory and bringing it into the to the front into the into the fore, um, but yeah, I mean, I I I could have just said, hey, let's let's go do this thing um, for you know
0: Boz's family or whatever. and I,
1: I didn't, so no, I don't think it was Bams's fault. No.
0: Okay, so since we're on this downtime kick, and and you're right, there there was a lot of it, but I'm I felt also- like that was the game. Yeah. <laughs> It. I mean, it, it really was. It was more of a. You know, these are these are people who were thrown into the shadows. That's not so much. Right. Oh, here's them doing jobs. It's, How are they coping? And the answer was not great. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's what I really liked about the game. It was very different from a lot of the Shadowrun G- games I've seen and that I've played in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the emphasis was very much on the just the characters and the interactions, which is really cool because you don't get to see, like people just sort of living in this sort of oppressive environment.
0: This this uh
1: the shadow the shadows are not a fun place to live and i don't think right. that get played around with enough
0: i i mean you've you've absorbed a lot of shadowrun media how often do you have like massive fan bases for every character in <laughs> a regular game you know
1: yeah i, I, I guess that's true i i hadn't really thought of it i i'm going to be perfectly honest i try not to pay a lot of it. i this, people are going to hate me for this but i try not to pay a lot of attention I, like to, to what people are saying because i've always been kind of worried that people wouldn't like the character but i mean it, it seems like that's not the case i've seen some some sort of mean comments here and there and so i was like you know what i don't need this to play the game i'm just gonna step back
0: yeah that that makes sense and uh, yeah i think there is there is some hate for all of the characters
1: <laughs> everyone identifies i think with a certain like play style and character type people, yeah
0: Yes. I think so, and and at the end of the day, it's not that it's like, oh, this this character is played terribly. It's, oh, this character totally made a decision that I don't like. Right. So, and I can't make
1: sense of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: so what uh, what all was Boz doing in your head between runs, or out of out of spotlight, I should say.
1: Oh, Boz was, I think Boz is probably the least interesting character in that regard. Um, <laughs> Boz is also like the least, like, sh- she, she didn't want anything to do with like the world. Like she, she just wanted to go off and sort of be by herself. I mean, the, the, we got to see how she was living, which was in like basically a shack in the woods, you know? And I think that's like, it's, it's sort of sad and maybe not especially imaginative, but. I think a lot of the time in downtime, she was like drinking and working on her property, cutting wood or like, you know, reading books, you know, like she just was not the kind of character who would go out to a bar and have a party, you know, like Mm she wanted, she wanted to be by herself. She was kind of swimming in a lot of her regrets, you know, like, I think in a lot of ways, she didn't feel like she deserved much, like she kind of just wanted to be alone
2: you
0: know okay hmm so what's the weirdest idea that you had for Boz as as a direction that she could go <laughs> uh
1: originally there was a plan that she would uh I'm, I'm forgetting all the terms uh, at this point but um uh there's a people are going to People are gonna chew my ass over not knowing not knowing <laughs> this stuff. Um, the HMMV virus or whatever um, the, uh, meta human metahuman human virus thing. Um, cool virus, was, yeah. She was going to uh, be infected by that at some point. No. Um, that was sort of planned, but like if things got, it, it just started to seem like it would be such a distraction to that would just take away from sort of the the complexity that arose from the char- that arose from the character uh naturally like uh, it just you know every like mary sue had her thing happen and um valerie had the vamp- the vampire thing happen pretty early on um everyone kind of like there was there was already some of that going on and i didn't want to jump on the bandwagon and like overdo it you know we didn't sure. need we didn't need that many people you know infected yeah infected um but also like i said i just thought it would be kind of a distraction it would take away from i thought she was already going through some cool stuff person
0: yeah yeah well, I, I agree uh like the the wolf versus dog thing that was pretty sweet
1: i liked that a lot that was a huge yeah. surprise to me actually yeah. i had no idea
0: that was that was coming
1: i just sort of saw some people on the channel and i was like who? what what's going on yeah and that uh, yeah and i enjoyed that a lot
0: would you like to would you like to see that come back?
1: Yeah, I was you know, I was I was kind of hoping maybe at some point we we'd get um get Wolf and Dog to come back and or something. Uh, like especially uh when you know there were some some murmurings about doing um individual recordings for epilogues that might be more complicated than what we're doing. Mm. Uh and there were, you know it would have been nice to like because I think I think Boz has forsaken Dog a little bit at this stage in the game. And uh, maybe a touch, yeah. <laughs> and it would have been fun to like to play with that a little bit and and see how
0: see how that changes things. I agree. I agree. Uh, so, how much had you said at one point that you were going to not listen to the podcast until the whole thing was over? Have you started listening yet?
1: I have. I mean, oh. I, 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 I've heard. i uh, maybe a third of it. It's really, it's really good. <laughs> I enjoyed a lot. I, I thought I would hate listening to myself, and, uh, uh, I, no, it's not so bad. <laughs> it's not as bad than that.
0: I, right. Uh, it's, it's like uh, Jupiter says you got to give it a good thirty episodes that it gets really good. But I mean, you were there since like negative twelve, so <laughs> it starts pretty early.
1: Yeah. Um the editing is is really it's like surprising. It, changed, it Vance has done a good job of finding like not just a not just a good editing pace but like a kind of a, a voice for the show. It's got a very consistent editing, I don't know, theme? I don't know, like yeah. quality. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's um to to I mean cuz he was the first person I interviewed we kind of talked about it and eventually at the end we put it down is the first the first episodes for every recorded hour of content, there was about two hours of editing. And then when I came in, we doubled that. So every episode that's released after the barbecue is four hours of editing for every wow. hour of recording. Yeah. It's crazy. That's wild. But I mean, we get to also break that out into, you know, weekly chunks, whereas you guys are just recording every other week. So it, it worked out in the end, but.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting some of the later stuff for, because I I'm not even at a point where there's sound effects and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's there's been some talk that we'll go back and remaster the first ones. I'm like, yeah, hey, give me a year, maybe two.
1: <laughs> if you're anything like me, you're looking forward to a break. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So
0: what what is next for you after this? What's next?
1: Uh, I mean. I guess I guess nothing. I'm I'm running a little game for like a for uh, my husband and friend, and it's just this little thing. And I I don't really like running games, but you know, it's my husband and my friend. What am I, I going to do? Say no? Um, uh, yep. <laughs> exactly. But that's sort of all. That's all I got in the cards right now. Um, yeah. Okay.
0: Would you uh, Would you consider going back into the into the podcast? If not this one, then a different one?
1: Yeah. Um. I. You know, I'm 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 taking a little break from the podcast, um mm. for sure. Um and if at some point uh there's room and Bamps wants me back, I'd probably come back to uh, to a different a different game. Okay. Um yeah, I I don't mind doing the podcast at all. I I enjoy it. It's, uh, I just I do I'm looking forward to just not having to think about something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh so game wise uh mm-hmm. what are you what are you looking forward to playing what are you playing now game wise
1: yeah uh I assume you mean tabletop stuff yes um, I mean if
0: you want to go into video games too i'm I'm sure that
1: that's <laughs> no, okay um well you know i've i i've i've been backing some stuff um I'm running numenera right now oh uh, how which, is that uh you know, I don't love it actually. Oh, okay. it's all—it's not—it's not terrible. It's—it's it's, I like it. I like a slightly chunkier system, and it's very—it's very, it's very uh, streamlined, very minimalistic, which works for us. Uh, again, like I said, I, I don't love GMing, so a system where I don't have to do a lot of rolling and I can—and it's simple to like generate content is great because you know, it can—I can do that every week, every couple of weeks, and it's—it's it's, you know, just be creative. So I do like that about it, but if I'm gonna play a game, um, New Nero would not be my first choice. It's okay. Reasonable. Um. Uh. Pathfinder 2 is coming out. I'm pretty excited about that. I didn't really play Pathfinder much, but I'm looking forward to because th- it looks like they're kind of going their own direction a little bit. Um,
0: yes, that is that is so. I have the door stopper sitting on top of my printer right now. It's staring at me with baleful eyes. <laughs> <laughs> It is uh like they've got some really cool stuff in there. I have not been able to crack the book open and go through it. It's uh, uh yeah. actually my roommate it's my roommate's copy because he wanted me to pick one up for him when I was out at uh Gen Con. Sure. But uh yeah, it's I've heard a lot of good things about it.
1: Right. Yeah. And now there's uh, there's a lot of little little things on, on the back burner that I'm 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 kind of excited to play, but it's so hard to find what to play with right now. Yeah.
2: Uh. Let's see. So what what do you want to play? Um I would I really
1: want someone to run a, a really good blades in the dark game.
0: Yeah, um I I don't have a nickel to throw at Bams right now, but <laughs> I've been hearing about this damn game for years and I've everybody
1: raves about it. But no one's playing it.
0: But nobody's playing it.
1: It's, it's the craziest thing. Yeah. And the nice thing is there's a lot of like, once you kind of know the system, there's a lot of like hacks coming out mm-hmm. for like all kinds of different settings. Um, in particular, uh, Straws, uh, put just, just put out, uh, what's it called? A band of blades that looks fantastic. Like, I'm so excited to play it, and I just don't have anyone to play it with.
0: Oh man! Now, what what is Band of, Band of Blades?
1: So, um, are you familiar with the Black Watch? I'm not, but I keep hearing like that's basically the the thing, the thing, the series of books or whatever that the game is based
0: on. Uh, I have no knowledge of it.
1: Okay, so the whole idea is uh, you play uh, a small part of a mercenary army after uh, like an undead uh, kingdom. Or whatever kind of took over like in and won a war, so you're kind of retreating slash fighting a guerrilla war against like legions of the undead, and mm-hmm. the whole point is just you're you're hopelessly outmatched, but you're just a small group of professionals you you run instead of having like specific characters, you're actually kind of building as you play, you're building out the ranks of this like platoon worth of of soldiers um so there's a lot like there's a lot of expectation that characters will die, mm. Um, and you're not playing the same character every time. You're, you're, you're picking and choosing you're, what you play as a role, uh, in the army. Um, but in individual sort of missions, you're playing different characters that have different skill sets. It's super oh. cool. It really is building on Blades in the Dark's, uh, guild system, which was sort of like revolutionary for, for when it came out. Um, the idea of like having like a, the guild as a character in and of itself. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just built on that. It's it's really it's really smart and it's really well written. Straz is a fantastic game designer. So hmm. people should check it out.
0: Yes, absolutely. I'll have to uh put that down on the next system that I get to read all about, but find <laughs> anybody to play.
1: I've read so many books of games that I've never played. It's yeah. Awful. It's awful.
0: Oh uh, so uh what would you want to see without a net play next? I know we were doing Call of Cthulhu now. There's an aliens one-shot we're going to run for Halloween.
1: I didn't and, know that. That's exciting.
0: Yeah. That was uh
1: I forgot kinda, that that just came out. You're right. And I I yeah, have a friend yeah. who's been raving about that.
0: Yeah, so we've we've got the quick start rules, but the actual book is supposed to drop this month. So, okay. we'll uh so Good we've got the beginner up. box and we're going to run the the beginner box game. Yeah. We'll That's, see how that goes.
1: That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, I've been I've been low key excited about that for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um what would I like to see with internet play next? Uh <laughs> Same answer. Uh Blaze Attack. the Dark. I would yeah. love to see that. Um have has Bamps announced what he's doing next? I think he has, hasn't he?
0: So we he keeps saying it's like, oh yeah, this is what we're gonna do, and then it completely changes. So the only thing that's going on right now is Call of Cthulhu with occasional one offs.
1: I could have sworn he said he was gonna do D and D,
0: but and yeah, and then it just keeps on falling to the side. So you know, mm. I've asked, I've asked the question for uh, this will be my my fourth time, and three of those answers have been <laughs> *Blades of the Dark*. Hey, so, there you go. I'll um, come back.
1: Tell you, you tell him. I'll come back. For, I don't know why I'm telling you to tell him. I can literally, just say to myself, but I'll come back for *Blades of the Dark*. <laughs> no problem. But,
0: listen, listeners, if. if those of you who are listening, and Bamps, I know you will be <laughs> listening, go play Blades in the fucking Dark. Just do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There we go. Oh, my God. I and, and the reason he won't is because he didn't want a heist game to follow a heist game. But now we're doing Call of Cthulhu, so now you can't say that.
1: It's so different from Shadowrun in every way. I Come know. On. I know. Ugh.
0: And... Um, have you listened to the magpies podcast for Blades in the dark? no um it is incredibly well done. Okay. They are the worst thieves in duskfall but it is so <laughs> yeah. engaging
1: oh wow that is so weird yeah uh, in <laughs> the little the little group in and the game that i'm running i like, I've never heard of this to be honest. like i i swear to god um but yeah the little the little group that my 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 husband and my friend are part of. It's called Magpies. It's not even a Blades and Dark game, but I don't know, just uh, a little bit of coincidence.
0: That's amazing. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh, all right. So there's mechanical questions that I was going to ask and I completely got sidetracked, which is why this is so <laughs> fun. Uh-huh. Um, so what were your dice pools for your best and worst skills? We're talking skill plus attribute link. Uh
1: Jeez. Alright. So here's the thing. Uh I know that people play Shadowrun and they get very pick, like they very into the the the, the mechanics and uh-huh. that just wasn't the game for me. So I didn't spend a lot of time trying to like kit Bob out. So her best her best uh was I guess it would have been revolvers. It's fifteen to to. For just shooting revolvers specifically. That's that's
0: respectable though. That's very respectable.
1: I mean, for the end of a for the end of a campaign for a character who's a gunslinger, I don't
0: think it's all that great.
1: But mm. you know, what are you gonna do? Um yeah. it just didn't come up very often. There wasn't like I ended up spending because we were doing so much other stuff. I ended up spending a lot of my karma, uh, built like shoring up some of the stats that were a little low lower than I thought they should have been. Mm. Um, just because you know I, I wanted to make a functional character at the start. Uh, so some stuff got left by the wayside that I kind of wanted to buy, and there's actually I made a bunch of skill buys that Boz never used. I just felt like she I wanted to get them to where I felt was natural for what the character was actually like
0: okay uh, uh what were some of the buys that you did? Um, let me see here
1: uh swimming <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I knew that she would be a swim- like she she's no way she went to the Arctic did know how to swim. Yeah, that was that just just asking for trouble. Um. Uh.
2: uh what did I buy? Uh.
1: Gosh, some many, so many skills in Shadowrun. I'm just going down the list here. Um. I bought demolitions, and that's not really a, a character thing. I just thought it might come in handy at some and It didn't. I think we. I don't know if it ever came up during the, the recording or not. Mm-hmm. We talked about I, it a lot.
0: Yeah, I don't think it did. I know the the rockets did, and that was that was the extent of explosives.
1: Yeah, heavy weapons, and I did put some stuff in that. I don't know. There's just it's just a big scatter. Oh, right, that's because I I kept buying like the uh, the, the group stuff, so I put I got I bought two an in influence, even though she basically never rolled that stuff. Yeah, um, you know, just knowledge, a couple of knowledge things. Um, and I still, at the very end, people are going to love this. I have 21 unspent karma.
0: Holy crap. How about, what was your career karma at the end? Let's go see. I think it
1: probably should be the same as everybody else's. I don't think it should be any different. Um, uh, total karma. Career karma, 116.
0: Yeah. See, that's, that's the funny thing is because, uh, I mean, Chuck's is obviously different. Yeah, obviously. because it came in midway. But uh, yours and Mary Sue's are close, but not quite. I think there's about a ten karma difference.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's likely that I forgot at some point. Like I said, I mean, by the fact that I still have twenty-one karma left over, especially yeah. towards the end, I was like, "Well, the game's gonna end soon. I could buy some stuff. What am I gonna, what am I gonna do with it?" Yeah. There was some. I was. I spent a lot of the campaign saving up for some things that um, didn't end up get getting bought because. we we've been talking about the end of the podcast for a lot longer than I, th- like I, th- I thought we were going to end like sort of in spring.
0: Yeah. And it got I, to the end of summer. So I distinctly recall that when the, Hey, we're ending thing came up, mm-hmm. the, the estimate was we're going to be done by end of February. And here we are, it's <laughs> October. Yeah. And we're still filtering stuff out for shadow runs. So it's been. Yeah.
1: So yeah, like there was, there was, I had, I had a, a sheet of stuff that I wanted to do with Karma. So it's not like I didn't have any ideas. It's just like once we started talking about the end of the game, I was like, I don't want to do something that's going to dramatically change the character or anything that, you know, was, 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 uh, going to need to see some play to be worthwhile even bothering with. Um, right. Cause I thought the game was going to end. If I had known that we were going to go all the way to the end of the summer, yeah. I probably would have probably would have gotten some of that stuff in. Yeah, oh, what? Oh, geez, I have to
0: open up the document. Um, I know. I want to keep opening this back up. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna, yeah, I gotta go find it. When you ask me another question, I'll take a second. <laughs> all
0: right, all right, all right. So uh, this also plays into it. So it's probably a bad question, but what else would you have wanted to explore in the podcast if you'd have known that we'd have been ending in the end of or the beginning of fall instead of the start of spring?
1: I wanted to go up to the Arctic. I super oh. wanted to do that. The uh, so Boz's backstory included sort of like a like a a mystery question because um, mm-hmm. the whole thing was Boz was sitting in a like the beginning of the podcast in the in the in the pre pre launch stuff. Boz was sitting in a cubicle with nothing to do, and there was a reason for that. I, I again like I complain. I sort of mentioned this. uh I think one of, during one of the Q and A's that we did. I mentioned this that I was disappointed that uh, I don't think it ever really came out of like the full extent of what Boz was doing up in the Arctic. And um, so she was uh, an outfitter for a research lab mm-hmm. up on uh Ellis Island, uh North sort of in the Northern islands above Canada or what, where Canada is in real life. Um, and she was essentially there to like capture, uh, um,
2: uh animals and uh just a second. fussing with something here
1: mm-hmm. uh so like yeah like like she was doing parazoology work as sort of like a field person, um she would take scientists out on expeditions, and she would be the one to like you know fire the tranquilizer dart and keep all the scientists from you know falling through the ice, that kind of thing mm. um. And that was what she was doing. And then something happened where she learned something that she wasn't supposed to learn, um, that made the the people there panic. And uh, she got shelved. She got stuffed in a box and sent somewhere else so that she wouldn't be a problem. Boz doesn't know that what she knows uh, was at all bad. Like she doesn't. She doesn't. She didn't. She, at some point, she never put together like why all this was happening because she's not that smart. Um, um, and we never figured out what that was, but the, the promise early on when, when we're, when me and uh, Bance were talking about this was that at some point they would go to the Arctic and this would kind of unfold. We never got there and it's too bad because a, I really was, I, I really liked that setup and I think it would have been a really cool, like, um, the thing kind of situation up there oh, in the Arctic, yeah. you uh-huh. know? um and it would have given boz a chance to like show off the fact that yeah she actually can do this stuff Mm -hmm. yeah so that's the one thing that i've always really wanted but i never really wanted to push for because it was such a big like it would have been such a big deal to like go all the way up there it would have taken a bunch of time and we'd already done detroit and we hadn't really spent a lot of time like going and doing a character specific run or like situation Um, there was some side stuff for people like RC did some side stuff. Mary Sue definitely did a bunch of side stuff, but nothing that involved the whole group and like derailed everybody like Detroit did. Right. So I didn't, I, I felt like I I felt bad asking for it. It was either going to happen or it wasn't. And unfortunately it just never got there.
0: Would you have considered doing it as an audio drama? Like we did with Michael Chicago episode.
1: Um I have yet to listen
0: to that unfortunately. Um okay. But well, I'm I mean, assuming
1: could... it was sort of just sort of not quite scripted but sort of scripted?
0: No, this was entirely scripted. Oh, okay. So, uh Chicago was uh Michael wanted to do a thing. And so Bams came to me and said, "Hey, why don't we do this thing because I had this silly idea of doing this whole one hour scripted episode. We had voices, we had sound effects, and so it turned out really well mm-hmm. and i think instead of taking, you know, five and six sessions to go through it, we could have done it in one or two audio drama episodes.
1: Yeah. I mean, i i I sure i think that's a good idea.
0: It's uh it's one of those possible things, but at the same time, you're saying like a a, a th- the thing kind of arc and I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I would really like to see that played instead, you know?"
1: Yeah. That so, yeah. I, that was sort of my idea, and I didn't want to put it on 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 Bams too much.
0: But I would I would have loved to have
1: seen it. I think it would have made for good for good listen. Nice little sort of like horror mystery situation. Yeah,
0: you know, I think I think you totally should have just dumped that on Bams. In fact, you should go do it right now. It's like, hey, we should have done this, asshole. <laughs> He'll hear it. He'll hear this. <laughs> He'll hear it. That's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, so oh. I I did find the document where I had all this stuff written down. I know it's okay. going to be some – you might have to – I don't know if you're doing this unedited or not, but um, I was originally planning to uh, get Buzz's initiate path. Um, mm-hmm. That was definitely going to be a thing. Um, I wanted to raise her magic insert because I, I really wanted to get some more uh, adept powers because I actually I, – when I built her, I built her to <laughs> – Based on her background, more than like what I thought she was going to get up to. So there's just some wasted points in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like uh, she doesn't have to, like she doesn't have to eat nearly as much. Like, mm. well, she was she was like she was living in the Arctic, you know. Like it made a lot of sense that she was like she had to she just didn't eat that much. Right. Um, stuff like that. Um, so I, I definitely wanted to do that. Uh, um, I was going to get athletes. Wait, wait, did I lose you? Nope, still here. I just got a beep from my headset and I don't know why that worries okay. me. It might be a battery thing. Anyway, I was going to get athlete's way. Um, I really wanted to get her charisma up a little bit because I felt like she uh, kind of came out of her shell a little bit. Um, And I, and I had like a list of combat thing, like hand to hand combat stuff that I wanted to raise, especially after that very first, uh, <laughs> the, the, well, going back to the train job, that was like the first time that she kind of like got a chance to, to, to sort of show that she can, she can pull her weight in the, in the group and that whole scene where she was in the smoke with the guy wrestling, the guy to the ground with the gas mask on. Yeah. I
0: love that scene.
1: Yeah. That was easily my, my, my favorite moment of the entire campaign. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is, it is a shame that uh, we had to cut Detroit short like that. I think having like maybe two, two jobs out there and kind of, explore all of that. I would have I think a lot of people would like to see more character-centric arcs. Mm-hmm.
1: I think so too. Yeah. Um there is there's certainly opportunities. I mean I built in a couple of options. We got to do one of them sorta and I was really happy about that. And I I'm 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 actually a little sad that we didn't get to chase down some of Michael's stuff. A lot of, a lot of stuff happened like during downtime and interacting with Michael after he came back from Chicago. Sure. But it would have been cool to get to do something uh, job wise around that.
0: Yeah, I think I think that would have been. I know. Uh, yeah, it it would have been really neat to see a lot of that. But I, what are you gonna do? What
1: are you gonna do? It's hard to fit in a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, you gotta like things don't always work out the way you want. But you know, it's it's hard to run a campaign this long. You know, like to keep filling yeah. it out.
0: Well, and it's like it's like Bam said he he didn't you don't want to run this thing out where it stops being interesting because mm-hmm. I know he's got that complaint about other other podcasts so I think I
1: uh, I'm going to be honest with you I think the campaign probably could have gone on a while longer um, I think I think there was still a lot of unanswered questions people mm-hmm. wanted to learn more about the characters uh, there was arcs built into the characters that weren't completed I think. When I think about uh, games running past their their, uh, expiry date, I think of like once you once you've answered all the questions, and the last question is how how badass can we get, Um, and that's when you should stop. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But there was a lot of other questions that you know I I think would have been entertaining. I think people would have kept listening. I don't think they were tired of it. So Um, there's you know mixed opinions because sometimes you want to you want to quit while you're ahead and and move on to something new. And put all that creative energy into something new. Um and sometimes you just kinda want of to see your favorite your favorite characters, you know, continue doing cool stuff.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I think I don't I think maybe the only person who was actually getting tired of it might have been BAMs. And I think that wasn't even the case. I think there was just a lot of miscommunication of is this is should we end this arc or should we end this game? And I think the communication came into, oh, we should totally end the game. And it's like, no, we should probably stop just the arc. But
1: Yeah. I don't know. I we I like I yeah. I I've had mixed feelings about ending the game. Um as soon as we started talking about it, it's like if we're gonna talk about it, let's just like, I don't I don't wanna be sitting on a maybe here for like five months. I just either because like you know like i said i i stopped making karma spends because we were we were ending the game right um i wanted to know what the the end date was so there's there's a very good chance that you know even something i said might have communicated to him that um you know it was time to end it um but for me i like i just i just wanted a definite if this is the last arc i want to know about it kind of, kind of situation
0: yeah and i think you guys went through what two more jobs after that.
1: Uh I oh boy. I think so I know, so. right? It like they all kind of bleed together, you know? The downtimes, the which is I think in a lot of ways a sign of a, a sign of a good game. Uh that every like the downtimes and the jobs and the, the legwork all kind of blends together and feels similar rather than mm-hmm. uh disparate parts. But yeah, it was I guess like yeah, like two jobs, I guess. Um which took a long time, for sure. they did did so have you heard the ending yet
0: have i yes i have yeah. heard the ending uh, well, of course you have because you had edited, it right right so uh-huh. what did you think of uh that that ending
1: um it felt a little abrupt uh mm-hmm. to me um it felt a little bit like the soprano's ending kind of oh,
0: yeah so, so
1: mix you know i can see the appeal of just saying like who knows what happens after this? That's the end. Um, but I was a little surprised. I actually, when we got to the end of that session, I thought, I thought for sure Bramps was going to say, okay, we didn't quite get there. We'll do another one. Um, right. but no, that was it. And I, I was like, oh, well, I mean, it may, I guess it makes sense. Like you've reached the, like, what are you going to do? You're going to have this, like a scene with the dragon that almost seems like that's sort of like going over the top a little bit. And you know, maybe he made the right call. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's funny cause everybody, everybody I've asked that question of again, that, that answer has been the same. It was abrupt. Yeah. It was, it was definitely unexpected. Um, I have opinions about it, of course. I also thought, <laughs> it, I also thought it was abrupt. Uh, I may have flipped a table, but. Oh no. <laughs> I know my, my own reaction is, is not the most, uh, the most exaggerated of, of those I've, I've pulled about it. So it's <laughs> definitely had some, some uh, opinions about it, but
1: yeah. And I, I, I haven't asked vamps why I, I'm guessing you have, cause you seem like you're, you're more the type to do so. I just, you know, for me, it was, you know, he's the GM. It's his, it's his, it's his creative baby. And that this is what he wants to do, but I almost get the feeling like he felt like he had to, cause he planned to. And I, and I don't know. I don't know.
0: You know? I I didn't ask him the question, but that is the sense that I got was he ever ever since the the announcement was made, he knew he was going to have to wrap it up. And I do know that what he said is once the once the characters have shown either they are fully acclimated to the shadows or they're getting out forever, that's when we end it, because this was this is without a net. This is about a, a bunch of people who are unprepared for this. Once mm-hmm. they're shown that they are prepared, then let's tell a different story.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's very fair. Yeah. Just sometimes you want a little more closure.
0: <laughs> like, oh my God! Yeah. yeah, just the the lack of closure is what made me flip the table. I mean, was just... well, hopefully
1: hopefully the epilogues will uh, will help a little bit.
0: Um, I hope so. I haven't actually seen anyone else's yet. Uh, that's that's good because neither have we. <laughs> oh.
1: I thought you guys had some of them.
0: Um we do. We have I believe <laughs> we have three. We have Chuck's, we have Mary Sue's, and we either have I think we have RCs, maybe. I mm-hmm. have to look. But um yeah, no, it was just Yeah, here's open. We'll see. Some <laughs> I am I am positive, actually I no. They will they will raise more questions than answer them. I know that.
1: probably probably i mean i have questions there's a lot of stuff that i don't know what's happening with some of the other characters which made it a little hard to write that blog and i i guess i could what we should have done is gotten together and like had a conversation about it and they might have because there was a meeting i missed right at the end oh my god there was and i i did not get much from anyone out of that meeting so if there was a conversation about what everyone was doing i missed it Um, oh man so i wrote about Boz, I knew a little bit about what Chuck was doing because I, I tried to listen to his recording and ended up mm-hmm. working out halfway through and couldn't get it to load. But... Anyway.
0: Yes. Yes. So, yeah, um, I I did go through Chuck's. We, we talked about some of the, the finer editing points on it, and then we shopped out Mary Sue's to a third party. That one's done. And then BAM sent me one. I'm like, I'm totally going to look at it so I can put it to music. And I completely haven't. So I can't remember <laughs> if it's mics or RC's. I think it's RC's.
1: Probably RC's. He he was talking about he had a song or something. I'm sure he got something done.
0: Oh, yeah. No, he totally had a song and he was going to sing it and record it. <laughs> Thank and God he, was, he didn't. <laughs> I know. He was asking me to help him put it to music. I'm like, yeah, send me the file. And he chickened out. So
1: <laughs> It's for the best.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: I mean, it might have been hysterical,
0: but you know, it's RC. You know, it would have been.
1: The lyrics looked uh, more on the morose side. If it was funny, it was because it would have been because his singing was hilarious. Uh,
0: yeah, I think so.
1: And that might not have been so great for poor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think he would have minded. Knowing RC, he would not have minded that.
1: Probably not. Mm. <clears throat>
0: Ah, well, I think that's about all I have. Uh, all right. Although there is one question that I, I did ask, because uh, I've asked everybody else, mm-hmm. and so you've you've played the game, you've been on the podcast, you have been a internet personality trademark.
1: Is that what I am now? <laughs>
0: Maybe a little bit. To right. definitely are to some people. But yeah. what advice would you have for somebody who wants to do? an actual play podcast
1: like play in it mm-hmm. i assume it's not as hard as you think um all of the difficulty is right at the start trying to just get your head around the idea that you're recording something um a little bit of that is never going to go away but it gets a lot easier i had my own misgivings about uh doing anything recorded um but it's not that bad you just have to get past it um but you're be yourself. Am I really going to say that? Be yourself.
0: Oh, goodness.
1: I guess I am. Just be yourself, you know, Um. and bring your, bring your passions to the table. You know, that's what people are listening to. They want to hear people be passionate, Um, whatever that means for you. Yeah. You know? All right.
2: Other, yeah.
1: That's, that's, that's it, I guess.
0: Awesome. Very good. Very good advice. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. That is that is it for us. This has been another Behind the Veil interview. This is Oz with Boz. And rhyming aside, this was a great talk. Thank you very much for doing this. Thank you very much for bringing your passion to this table. It meant a lot to us. Uh, it meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to the listeners who have all greatly enjoyed uh what you've done here
1: it means a lot to me that people have been listening and actually actually care that's that's pretty great thank you so much
0: thank you and we will see you all in a future recording good night